I'm Laura Green. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast, the show that brings you the best in sapphic fiction. Join me as I chat with authors, narrators, and friends who share my love for the genre. You will learn things you didn't know about your favorites and get some suggestions for your next read. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast. Today's guest has written two of my favorite series and several of my most serious book crushes. Jordan Kelly, welcome, and thanks for joining me. Hi. Thank you for having me. The last in the Eve Sumter series, Fighting for Eve, will be released soon. Give us a sneak peek of what Eve and Lainey will be up to. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, there's trouble. Trouble in paradise. Not between the two of them. They're pretty strong together, but Eve hits a little snag. And, just a little. <laughs> uh, just a little. <laughs> and Lainey steps up. I think this this is a very evolution of Lainey Sumter kind of book, and uh, she gets the spotlight. So it's a thrilling conclusion of the Eve Sumter books. Yeah, leave, uh, leave. I just gave you a ship name, even Lainey, leave. Lainey <laughs> <laughs> really did come into her own, and she was just badass. I loved writing this part of Lainey. She's been so, I don't know, subdued in the past three books and just letting other people walk all over her and not being strong. And I think it's about time. It's about time she got out there and showed her true self. Yeah. And she kind of relegated Eve to the background of crush status. And now she is right there in the forefront. And I'm picturing Diane Lane whenever I read about her. There you go. (laughs) Which doesn't hurt anything at all. Not at all. I mean, Diane Lane, yeah. Oh, my goodness. She's always been my Laney, and she will always be my Laney, no matter how old she gets. She's just, she's my Laney, yeah. I'm really glad that Laney is getting some love in this one. But she deserves it. Yeah. I don't know if my partner would go to all the trouble that Laney did. (laughs) She might be like, you know what? I've got a lot of shit to do. Um, You'll be fine where you are for a while. (laughs) Just have, have your three meals. You're fine. You'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, The two characters have come a long way since book one. It feels like their evolution is complete, and this is the perfect place to end their story. But how tempted are you to keep writing more in this series? Not really tempted. The only way I'm tempted is because everybody wants me to keep writing them. But I want them to be happy. And, you know, it's been a long time coming. I mean, a really long time coming. (laughs) So... I'm not very tempted to write another one because I want them to be happy and, you know, healthy and just go on with their lives. But they will be in the other books. They'll show up, but they'll be happy. No problems with them. Okay, that's good. You started writing this series 20 years ago. How have you changed as a writer since then? Oh, well, first of all, I've come out. I was not out when I wrote Something About Eve and not out when I wrote Flawed Perfection, which is my least favorite book that I've written. And what, you know, when you get it edited and stuff like that, you learn new things and you learn how not to write. (laughs) So, so I think that I've grown that way, but also it's just coming into my own and being just more courageous with what I write and not worrying about what other people think. Wow, this is the last book for even Laney. They will continue to be featured in future LA lovers books. What is next in that series? Good question. I have started. <laughs> I have started one. I don't know if you read Coming To, but there was an author in Coming To 
Jocelyn, and I have started her book. But I also have like a lot of a lot of stories. Kiara needs her story. Lauren has a story. Wilhelmina has a story. Yeah, I have a, I have a lot <laughs> in store. <laughs> While I was reading the new book, I was like, they need a story. They need a story. You could just keep going forever. <laughs> <laughs> because they always bring somebody else in anyway. They're like, oh, hey, you look great. Come on into our little circle here. That's right. You were dared to write sexy scenes, and the resulting character was Rebecca Quinn. Yes. Who had the audacity to dare you to up your sexiness game? (laughs) And what is your favorite line from Rebecca? Oh, my gosh. Who dared me was one of my good friends, Josie. She said to me, I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about kids, teenagers, and how they have, like, just run amok, you know, and we don't know their language or, and she had me going on, you know, urban dictionary, looking up a few (laughs) things. Like, I don't even know what's going on here. And she's like, well, you need to, you know, get on with that and, and learn some new stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know how to write that stuff. It's just, that's the most, sex scenes are the the hardest for me to write. She's like, well, you just have to get out there and do it. I dare you to write a short story that focuses on sex. Okay. Okay. I was starting to write a a short story and then it turned into a novella. And then that came out and everybody fell in love with Rebecca and Cass. And they said, you need to write a full book on them. And so that's what I did. And yeah, I'm really glad I did it. (laughs) Rebecca and Cass are one of my favorite couples. As far as the favorite line, it's probably the line that Melissa has tattooed. On her arm, which is, I don't ask for forgiveness or permission. Very nice. Speaking of Melissa Therese, you recently traveled there to spend some time with her. What did the two of you do? And how awesome is it that she has a tattoo from Becoming? I mean, that's love right there. She's actually the second one that's gotten a tattoo of something in my books. And she was mad about that. <laughs> She's like, I was supposed to be the first. <laughs> but um, there was a another reader who had a a quote from an Eve book tattooed on his arm. But I love Melissa's tattoo. I mean, that is just the full becoming. I mean, it is all Rebecca right there. So <laughs> what did we do? We we had the con. You know, we went to Fan Fusion and uh, we did all of that. And then basically we just hung out and we went to Liverpool and we met a reader in Liverpool, and then I bought a bunch of Grogu stuff, <laughs> which I had to get shipped back to me because I couldn't fit it in any of my suitcases. So I'm waiting for that to come through. I basically just hung out. She she made me scouse, which was really good. What is that? Okay. It's like, she's going to kill me for this, but it's like a, a beef stew, but their version of it. Okay. So it's really good. It's very good. But yeah, and we had um we had a Zoom, an impromptu Zoom, which was hysterical. <laughs> and it was the first time we met face to face, but it felt like we'd known each other forever and that we had met before and it was like nothing. So <laughs> we were just very comfortable being around each other and Lee is great, Garcia is great, her dog. Oh, I love Garcia. Yeah. Isn't she beautiful? She is. We had we had a lot of fun. You two collaborated on Teach Me, and you're working on another book together. 
Will it feature new characters or revisit old favorites? It's absolutely new characters. Oh, very like, nice. Not even anywhere connected to any of our books. Different for me because I'm very much in a series kind of thing. And writing a new character is it's getting my brain going a different way. And it's very different for her because of the subject matter. So mm-hmm. we're each getting out of our comfort zones. Well, that should be exciting. Yeah. Tell me about your company, Jaded Angels. Jaded Angels, I started when I found out that my mom had Alzheimer's. And I wanted to be able to contribute more for her. So I started, it's, it's a merchandising, merchandising company. And right now we are the official merchandiser of Debbie Gibson. I don't know if you know who. Yes, I was raised in the 80s, girl. I know who Debbie Gibson is. Debbie Gibson or Tiffany, it was the big debate. Yeah, and funnily enough, they're friends. But yeah, so we're the the official merchandiser of, and we used to be the merchandiser for Tiffany. Really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then we do like just little things here and there for schools and stuff like that. And part of our proceeds go to Alzheimer's. ALZ.org, and it, I did it so that I could contribute a little more to that disease, finding a cure for that disease. Yes, I certainly hope we get one of those one day. It's a terrible, terrible thing to go through. Yeah, I, I've seen your post on Instagram, and uh, it brought me to tears a few times. Your home is a zoo. <laughs> what kind of animals do you share your life with? Oh, gosh, I have five dogs. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I have four four cats. I have two turtles. Have an axolotl. A what? An axolotl. (laughs) It's a Mexican walking fish. He's very she's very cute. Uh, You'll have to you'll have to look that one up. I will, I totally will. And a bearded dragon. And one, two a lot of aquariums. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I should open that up to charge a fee. That's what we keep saying. (laughs) But unfortunately, we just keep letting people walk in without paying anything. What are your dog's names? Jade is our oldest. Um, She's a black lab, black and chocolate mixed lab. Then we have Aggie is our black lab and English shepherd mix. And then we have Lucy, who is a black lab and collie mix. And then we have Puka. Puka. Cute. Look at that little doggy. This is Lucy too. See? Oh, hey. <laughs> Puka is our little, I think she's a little poodle mix kind of thing. We found her outside. And then Finn is our Shih Tzu. Gotta love Shih Tzus. Yes. He's the one that we, we went out and bought. The other, well, Jade. Jade and, and Finn are the only ones that we went out and got. And then the rest of them found their way to us. Just kind of appeared. <laughs> They're like, hey, I hear that place really likes animals. Exactly. Oh. That's, that's how half of the cats got here, too. <laughs> I think it's safe to say you're a bit obsessed with Baby Yoda. Are that's you a Star Wars of- fan or just easily drawn into the cuteness that emanates from Grogu? No, I am a Star Wars fan. I've seen all the movies. I watch all of the shows now that Disney is doing. So what Andor is coming up next. I can't wait for Ahsoka, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. 
love Star Wars. I'm not like one of those super, super fans, unless it's Grogu, but but I am a Star Wars fan. I like the movies. Yeah, I used to watch them, but I don't know. I think I got out of it a little bit. It was the very first movie I saw in the theater that was for Star Wars. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when I was very, very little. <laughs> very, very little. <laughs> very little. You should, you should watch Mandalorian, though. That's a really good. I, really I started good. it with the, one of the boys. They like watching that, so I have to watch some more. Get my Grogu fix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get my Grogu fix. No, if I look around, I see him everywhere. So I saw the <laughs> haul that, that you got when you were in, in England. That was impressive. I can't. It's no wonder you couldn't fit that in your luggage. <laughs> I mean, I also have these. So. Aw, look at you all tatted out. Wow, you're seriously committed to this situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is he he came out when my mom was hitting her worst. And so he was like the only thing that made me smile and made me happy. And that's, that's basically, he was like my little saving grace at that moment. So... It just stuck with me, and he's it's a good thing he's cute. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> what is something about you that might come as a surprise? Well, it's certainly not that I'm a Grogu fan. No. <laughs> Maybe you're a rapper or, you know, yeah. we're an yeah. Olympic gymnast. <laughs> no. no, I used to play the saxophone, but no. Probably that, that I'm a band geek. <laughs> okay. That's not that's that probably, much of a surprise. I, there's nothing really that's... I mean, I'm pretty much an open book. Yep. You're quite the cyclist. <laughs> what are your three favorite sapphic novels? I love Allie Valley's Casey Kane series. I do love The Stepmother by Melissa. And of course, Mrs. Middleton. And there was, I think, one of the first ones that I ever read still sticks with me, and that was Playing the Role of Herself. So... I would have to say that I'd put that in there just because it was one of the first and one of the one of the ones that made me say, "Hey, I'd rather write like this instead of a hetero kind of thing." That's an audiobook I listen to a lot, especially on a long road trip. It's good. It's good. It is so good. Jordan, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. It was fun. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks again to Jordan Kelly for joining me today. You can learn more about Jordan and find links to purchase her books at jordankelly.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider buying me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash sapphiclaura or join my Patreon at patreon.com slash sapphicbookreviewpod, where you can hear your favorite authors play Would You Rather. Here's a sample of this week's with Jordan Kelly. Until next time, happy reading. Would you rather go on a road trip with Eve and Lainey or Rebecca and Cass? Oh, my gosh. Can we all just go? <laughs> no, you got to choose. I'm going to say Eve and Lainey just because they're so rich. They could get like a big luxury bus or something for us to go on a road trip. I would choose them. If I walk in on Rebecca and Cass, I don't even know what I'm going to see. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Not that I would mind. I probably would stare and watch for a while until they notice me. But still, it would be awkward. <laughs> trip over things. And I would. I'd be like, oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get my phone out, take some video. <laughs> they wouldn't mind. <laughs> no, they would be all about it. Would you rather have to get a tattoo of the title of the last book you read 
or the last TV show you watched? <laughs> See, the last TV show I watched is Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and the last book I read was my own, so it would be Fighting for Eve. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to have to go with Naked and Afraid. <laughs> I think you have to. I mean, you can't not. doesn't matter what book you've read. Exactly. Naked and Afraid trumps it all. Exactly. 